Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by StrikeForceEnergy.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Hey! Is this, is this Sunday Tattoo here. Day? Is that what I heard? Yeah. yeah, it's Sunday fun day. You know, when you have to work, you have to, uh, you know. You have to play a little bit. You got to play a little bit. You got to play a little bit, too. Ross, before they beat me up, I look like a fucking douche canoe out in a river because I'm wearing Jared's headset because I can't talk into my mic when I'm getting No tattooed. way. Yes, but I did take the, uh, what is this called, Rich? The pop filter? The, the pop filter. I took that off because it smells like hamburgers and regret. <laughs> oh, God, it does. <laughs> God, it so I does. I, I feel like me kissing Jared would be the worst, like metaphorically, but touching his lips to where his lip. Uh, no, thank you. He's eating a lot of toilet sandwiches through that mouth. A lot. Oh yeah. God, I wouldn't want to touch it. No, I would not. You, you want, should we tell the audience where Jared is currently right now? Yeah, I mean, it's always good when it's Saturday and we're like, yeah, we're gonna push the podcast <laughs> to Sunday, and he's like, well, I, I'm going to Vegas. So like, what are you going? What are you going to Vegas for? Well, I don't know. I want to hang out with Randy Couture. I'm like. Okay. Yeah. So that's did, where he is. Yeah, Fair that's enough. Cool. That's did where you, he is. Did you see the fucking Rain Man suite he's in? No. No. I didn't see he's it. got a goddamn. I mean, I'm no no bullshit. He has a full pool table inside of his room. I guess Randy's sister what? works. I'm not going to say which hotel it is. Randy's right. sister is is one of the the VIP uh, people in Vegas for hotels. And he's staying in like the fucking real world suites with somebody from. Well, no, I think it's Randy's like son's wife right yeah sister-in-law whatever that is yeah, yeah they're super cool people though he showed me a few facetimed me this morning and walked me through his hotel and i was like jesus man you think that must be like twelve hundred dollars a night how do you afford that in, in, insanity yeah he said no he said he got a deal because of randy but uh i said look why don't you hook that up for shot show get us a fucking eight room and let's let's recreate the real world you know we'll shoot that whole goddamn oh. week up there gross what gross it's just five gentlemen world? five gentlemen who stop being polite and start being real matt is what we're yeah. doing <laughs> do they still do the real world oh yeah they do so. oh yeah they, they do. do oh yeah what yeah the real no world watches still going. it though do they you know nobody really watches mtv anymore it's kind of a a dying model uh they're it's like myspace right where yeah. like at first it was cool for music entertainment and then you just what what is it now i don't even know well what happened was they they wanted to get rid of all the music so they they fired the executives and brought in the executives of lifetime um that really? one, yes uh, that that did not go so well so all of their shows were you know geared towards that type of audience and uh it bombed miserably so now they're going back to the old model and it might be too late. They brought TRL back, so that's that's going to be starting soon. Uh, Are you serious? Yep. Is Carson Daly going to do it again? No, it's not Carson. They got uh, they got some genderless people to uh, to do it to represent uh, you know today's culture. Um, oh, fancy! Yeah, uh, I, literally, it's it's if you look at it, it looks like a brochure for a like a women's college where it's. I want to just get a races. shirt that says being white and straight is so 2010, you know, <laughs> yeah. so 2010, so 1924, God. but it's it, where your sexuality is just yeah. like a jacket where you're like, God, I really want to be with the times. I'm going to suck some penis. Yeah. No, not, not anymore at MTV, my man. They're, uh, no. they're going back, they're going back. I'm a little amped up right now. He hasn't started sticking a needle in my leg, but, uh, Evan made me probably the best cup of coffee I've had since the last time you made me that exact roast. Yeah, it is good, man. It's a uh, Ethiopian yoga chef. It's uh, super, super legit, if you will. Wow. Would you say it's too legit to quit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too legit to quit. Nice. It, 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 it well, is indeed. 
Did you you should have seen yesterday. We all went over to Evans, uh, Ross, for a nice little, uh, you know, his Evans' daughter's birthday party. Yeah, birthday party. Four yeah. years old. Yeah. And he, he, he hired a fairy. I didn't know you could. I thought it was going to be a hot gay dude, but it wasn't. No, no. Which I, we, we did have, like, at least 15 minutes of fantastic jokes, though, just in the fact, like, <laughs> yeah, you know. for sure. <laughs> just putting us in the scenario where my wife is like, hey, hire us a fairy, and I get on, like, Backpage and hire a fairy <laughs> to come over to the house. It's like, oops, oops wrong, wrong one. one. Hey, boys. <laughs> hey, guys. It's time for your sudsy. What? Could you imagine? It is. It's funny, though, because, like, I don't have kids, so to me it's, like, super embarrassing when she walked in because she's like, hi, I am the fairy. I was yeah. like, ooh, who would like that? And all the kids were like, yeah. It's a different yeah. world. You're a good dad, Evan. That's a, that's, a good, that's a nice thing. Yeah, and then Rich and I just drank whiskey, and he, yeah. he was my little fairy for the night. The kids yeah. got violent with her, too. That was hilarious. They started slapping her with the lightsaber. Th- those are the boys. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the boys, like, they're more interested in, like, how do we kill this fairy where the girls <laughs> yeah. are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're like, do fairies feel pain? Yeah. <laughs> right in the oh, I have a question, fairy. What's that? Do you do you bleed? And then it's like they shank her in the fucking bathroom. No. We're all, we're all pretty convinced that the fairy probably went to, to the strip club after, and that's her second job. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that would be so but great. But she was super nice yeah, and really, super really. nice. Really, really cool. And my daughter was talking about it this morning, like, She's on cloud nine, dude. So the best ninety bucks, like, I think I've, I've spent. A are you time. are you smiling at my leg getting shaved right now, Rich? That's really yeah, weird. It's, it's romantic. It is. Well, you haven't shaved your leg since you were on the doing the tour, right? Tour de France. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, Lance and I were playing with balls, but that's a whole yeah. different story. It's a whole. One Can ball. you imagine like what Matt would look like on a on a fucking lightweight bicycle? <laughs> like, He'd be way skinnier. <laughs> I would look skinnier or just you'd be way skinnier. Well, it'd be hot. No, but at my current weight, it, I would just look like an idiot. Look, it would look funny. Yeah, yeah it would look. It would look really funny. But then again, you used to be pretty skinny too. Look at yeah. like photos from just like two, three years ago. Steroids and steak, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross, we do have the one only Will, obviously from the Drinking yeah. Bros live movie. No uh, Black way. Salt here in Salt Lake City. That's right. How'd you the How'd you get Will on a Sunday? What'd you guys do? That guy's the best. Uh. He actually works Sundays uh, usually, but he's he was nice enough to uh, to come in the shop today and throw some ink on my leg like as, a true gentleman. As far as I could tell, it only took a free meal. Like that's uh, that's all it took, right? <laughs> I got I got I got to serve I got to oh, do some stuff later. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. We won't go into that on the podcast. It's just mariachi music that I had to play him. That's an bad. hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> an hour and a half of mariachi music. Yeah, that's just that's, him. That's his thing. <laughs> what are you what are you what are you getting right now? By the way. Uh, well, I'm. What would you call this? Will not a, a leg sleeve? I guess we're kind of working on it. Um, so I'm filling out my whole shin. He's working on my my side of my leg, filling it in. What are you gonna fill it in with? Um, dick. Yeah. I don't know. I literally Hard gave dick. Will, which is awesome because he's so talented and awesome. I just was like, hey, you do what you want in this leg. Let's keep it like maybe a pirate theme, and then whatever the fuck you want to tattoo on me, you tattoo on me. That's badass. Wow. Dicks. That's ballsy. Pirates and dicks. Pirates you got and dicks. Talk about that country song you showed me earlier. If people don't know that fucking yeah, YouTube video, they gotta okay. watch it. I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll pull up the link so everybody will know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, so it's. Did you guys ever? Did you did you ever meet that guy? So Richard Ryan's also on the on the show. I don't know if he's introduced himself yet. <laughs> hey, what's up? Um, hey, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> hello, Richard. <laughs> so, Is that how you talk? Hello. Hey, hello. What's up? Let's go with odd guys. Hi, hey, hey, hey guys. I'm so white. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I am you are really fucking white. Yeah, yeah. Not, not even in skin no. color necessarily. Yeah, I'm allergic but like, to the sun. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. have a little ginger in you, don't you? No, no. But I sometimes just on mm. on Thursday nights. Oh, uh, you're usually inside of ginger. Yeah. Yeah. No, I use SPF Jesus. Uh, yeah. And for the drinking broettes, if anybody wants to try a date Richard Ryan, he's single as fuck and he's oh, been it for a while. Shit. Whoa, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's been single up. for a good minute. Um, but if you like really weird fucking people, yeah. uh, you should definitely date Rich. <laughs> have you been have you been divorced? Uh, no, I have not. I haven't had that luxury yet. N- no kids. I can't no wait. No kids. I, what? Well, well we don't we, we we don't know how many. They're, yeah. they're undocumented. What do you mean? Tell the audience. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on, let's tell dig into Rich Ryan yeah. a little bit. Let's let's tell this story. I don't, I don't know legally if yeah. I want to get into that. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get into that. Well, can, I, I, all right. Can, yeah. can we talk about you? You're a sperm donor, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was was, was. but 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 yeah. He, he only donates to his sock these days. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> right. Off, off balconies. Right? Huh? I donated a lot of sperm when they had the project Whores for Heroes. Like I just <laughs> fucking came on everybody. <laughs> we should start that Whores for Heroes. Whores for Are heroes. you having bad thoughts at night? Well, Megan will suck your cock. She'll suck the PTSD right out of you. Oh, <sighs> Whores for heroes. So, That'd how many kids would you say you have, Richard, out in the world? Potentially, ah, uh, man, I don't know. Uh, a, a good guess would be ten. Woo. Okay, Woo. so look, I'm gonna, I really want to dig into this because I'm I've always been curious of people who do this. Are you doing yeah. it? Were you doing it Fuck for the yeah. money or simply because you want your own seed, your own children out in the world? No, actually. So, um, damn, we're gonna get real. Let's do it. Uh, it's a real world. Yeah. yeah no. Um, so, you know, early on, like my. One of my first girlfriends and I, like, pretty much the defining moment in the relationship and where it went south was, like, her getting an abortion. And um, that kind of fucked with me for a long time. And whenever I went to L.A., I, um, I was working probably seven jobs at the time. And I said I wouldn't do it unless I financially didn't need to. And so I was, I was making really good money. I was working construction from, like, 5, five in the morning to 3.30 in the afternoon. I'd bartend from, like, 4.30 to 10.00. I had a uh, landscaping business. Uh, I was programming, coding, um, doing demolition and stuff like that on the weekends on top of doing the YouTube stuff and everything. So I was making a decent amount of money. I was like, all right, now now's the time to do it for the right reasons um, because I won't be financially incentivized for it. So um, trying to psychologically right a wrong in my head, I guess. Interesting. I didn't know it was that deep of a story. I didn't yeah. either. I didn't either. Um, yeah. so, so let me ask you this. Do you, do you, did they contact you and say, hey, we decided to use your sperm for, for this lady? Or how does that work? Yeah, so, so there's two types, there's two types of uh, donors. You have an open donor and a closed donor. Uh, I did the open donor program, which the, um, the people who use the service, they generally prefer. Um, because if there's ever any type of medical issues or anything along Along those lines, later on down the road, they can uh, reach out to the donor to find out medical history and things along those lines. So. I think I would donate sperm only if I could, like, if the girls or the wives, there was a picture of me, and it was, like, competitive, <laughs> right? So it's like, oh, damn, that's the nut I can get up in my puss for this baby? Yeah. And be like, yeah, because then I would be like, fuck, yeah. They get, they get, like, legit, like, you want to talk about discrimination. Like, they're, like, extremely picky, like... If you don't fall into a certain criteria as far as height, uh, body fat, 
they give you an IQ test. They do blood work. They like eye colors, hair color. I mean, they get extremely specific and like, I mean, they put you out like they ask for baby photos if you're willing to do that. And no like, yeah. way. Whoa. For sure. Yeah. Damn. That's I hope insane. I hope your I hope your son never donates sperm when he's way older because he, he's the cutest boy kid out there in the world, Ross. Yeah, he's gonna steal all the woman women's hearts. I make a good baby, and uh, you do. I, I've been offered. <laughs> I've been. Offered. Are you guys gonna make another one? You're gonna put another one in the oven? Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. We're going. No, for really? It. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! That's awesome, man. Yeah. So uh, it was. It was one of those things where you know I think we've been trying for maybe. Uh, I want to say like the last three or four months, and uh, well, if you need help, Rich has got some samples, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah hook you up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty cheap. I'm pretty good, Richard. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. Um, well, we could send some ropes to JT. Yeah, Ropograms. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just start mailing Jared's semen samples, and it just says like Matt or Rich on it, and it's just a cup full of semen. Ro- <laughs> ropes for Jared. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. But like, ropes. but you didn't ropes pour it into that Jared. cup. You try to like ejaculate yeah. in that cup, so there's oh. probably a little crust on the outside for him to really figure out how to throw that away. Oh, <laughs> that God. fucking weird fuck would probably take a like a turkey baster and put it in another girl and be like, "Congrats, Matt, you're a dad." Like, you oh, got man. you. It's a prank. I'm like, what the fuck. Long-term game. Long-term, yeah. There's there's nothing like that long-term game. Mm -mm. Uh, Hey, we got a big big show today. Um, Should we get to the sponsors? You guys cool with that? Before, I'll put it out. So it's uh, the Ben Show, and it's eating pussy and kicking ass. So, Oh, for the YouTube. uh, Yeah, the YouTube comment that we were making earlier. I just wanted to make sure that we had it right. It's a a country song that we were playing earlier, right before we walked in here. We were all... We're all pretty happy with it. It's several years old, but it's it's super fucking funny. Is, is ben, I liked is, it before is, the turn. Is Ben still a? Is he a real country singer or? No, dude. It was a sketch comedy uh, show. Comedy on Central. Comedy Central. Oh, nice. Uh, and it's actually it's actually a really funny show. I watched several episodes of it. Um, but that was that was that was like one of my favorite skits ever. Solid one. Yeah. The Ben Show. That, I think I remember that actually. Uh, was it mm-hmm. that? Was it kind of a tall, thin guy? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I watched that. That only went like one year, but I thought that was really fucking yeah. funny. It was a really it was, weird it was show. Super funny, yeah. It was very, very weird. So I, I could see why it wouldn't get picked up for another season because he was—he definitely pushed some boundaries. <laughs> it was yeah. fucking great. Like it was great. That is true. Like when we find things super funny, it's probably too edgy for like mainstream, you know, yeah. media. Every time, every single time. Um, every time. All right, we got some sponsors who pay for this shit to be on the air. Uh, let's do it. Let's get to them. Uh, let's get cracking. Um, first and foremost, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Uh, wi- hey, Will, did Will throw a little Strike Force on that leg to, to shave you down? Uh, yeah, he probably did. I think he put Strike Force in there, so I'm not such a pussy when I get tattooed. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice shaving uh, lotion, too. A lot of people don't realize nice. that. It goes right huh. in your bloodstream. They got four amazing flavors. Original, grape, Lemon and orange. Uh, you can you can buy them by the box, which is nine ninety five, or you can get a subscription. Uh, and they also got a seven fifty milliliter bottle that sits on your bar top or countertop. You can just boom boom pop a couple squirts in and motherfucking go. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, Kick the can. You don't need the can anymore. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. Rips open, pours into any liquid available. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for twenty percent off at strikeforceenergy.com. They ship everywhere in the entire world. Uh, next up, we got CarnivoreClub.co. That's a .co. Uh, it's that time. Um, just so you know, with Carnivore Club, he has made penetration on my leg. 
Oh, has he really? Damn. He's he's penetrating me right now. He's yeah. penetrated the meats, huh? Just a little bit of meat like Carnival Club. I could go for a fucking salami right now. Boy, could I ever. The endorphins going. I know. <laughs> I was uh, I was looking for some last night, and I checked the mailbox super late. Well, it wasn't there. I think it's supposed to come next week. Uh, CarnivoreClub.co is is where you go to get that dude in your life that you're not sure how to shop for the best Christmas gift he's had in his entire life. Get him a fucking box of meat. They scour the earth looking for the, the finest handcrafted artisans who come up with the best meats on the planet. You can choose four to six. They put it in an unbelievable box, and they deliver that shit rain, shine, or motherfucking snow. Right now there's a goddamn... Um, it's a goddamn blizzard in Buffalo. So if you're in Buffalo, boom, you could have had some meat today, but you didn't fucking order it. Um, <laughs> go to carnivoreclub.co. Pick out four to six meats. A lot of people ask how much meat's in the box. It's about a pound and a half to two pounds. So you're getting a lot of Ooh. fucking meats. Um, you, can, you could have a pound and a half to two pounds from Matt one time, or you Whoa. could enjoy Carnivore Club the entire month. Your call. You know, your call. I'm going full month. Okay. Okay. I'm full month. All right, go to carnivoreclub.co, type in the promo code DRUNKSANTA for 15% off. Again, the promo code is DRUNKSANTA for 15% off at carnivoreclub.co. They've also got a uh, 1 to 12 month subscription that I, I dig. Next up, we got ghostbed.com. Matt, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for I was ghost. waiting, you know. Ooh, I'm trying to be like somewhat stable here because if you guys make me laugh, That's we're gonna have some right. crooked lines. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to do it. Uh, ghostbed.com <laughs> forward slash drinking bros is where you go to get the finest mattresses. Saw another drinking bro yesterday who bought it and was just like, dude, this this bed is the best bed I've ever had. I can't fucking believe it. I can't either. Uh, I got two of those motherfuckers in my house. The pillows are the finest pillows you will ever sleep on. Uh, and they've got some type of aloe scent in there, that, which really fucking lulls you That's to sleep. That's what gets it. Uh, yeah. Lavender. Is lavender. It lavender? That's yes. it. That's, That's what it. it is. I love me some lavender. Don't make fun. I have essential oils at my house, and lavender is my go-to. It's nice. Yeah. Boy, there's yeah. nothing like really pot- sets the mood for like a good jack off, you know? Because mm-hmm. my wife's out of town right now. She's visiting her family before the holidays, and so like you know, I set up the candle, the lotion, yeah. the lavender essential oils. <laughs> I put the mirror in front of me, get a good pump on, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and then jack off to Richard's face. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Just your yeah. face. Your body's disgusting. Ugh, it's yeah. awful. Guys, yeah. what keto and overworking looks like. Yeah. <laughs> no lift. Yeah, no zero lifting. lifting. Go to ghostbed.com yeah. forward slash drinking bros. Grab a mattress. Uh, type in the promo code drinking bros for $50 off. Uh, when you order it, they got a pay as you go plan too, in, in case you're, you're a little short on cabbage. And you also get two free pillows at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Can you just buy pillows from them? Because I, I want more pillows. You can yeah, buy you can. them on Amazon too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. that's where I bought mine. Because they're very similar to the ones they sell at Costco, but ghost beds are way better, and they have yeah. that scent on them. So. Yeah, that scent really gets me going. Really gets me <laughs> right in the groin area. Uh, next up, we got warfightertobacco.com. They, they, but, dude, they really did it. They, they switched their operations uh, from Dominican Republic to Nicaragua. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I just wanted to do that. Kikiri <laughs> ki, That's cockadoo doo in Spanish. Yeah, it's cockadoo doo doo in Spanish. Kitty kit. Cockadoodle doo in Spanish. Go to WarfighterTobacco.com. They got four brand new cigars. Uh, they got the Rocco, which is, is which is Ooh. featured. It's big as fuck. Um, yeah. And uh, God damn, I mean, they're just fucking doing it. They're doing it right there. They've also got a store locator. 
around the uh, around the earth. So if you're looking for a warfighter tobacco near you, um, you can go there. And also, if you want to request a store near you, you can go there and fucking type it in and, and get that request in. Uh, there's cigars. Which you should do even if you don't smoke cigars. I mean, look out for Scott and the boys, man. They're a good group of people. I know. Yeah. They're fucking rad. Um, and uh, it's a great Christmas gift, actually. So if you're looking for a stocking stuffer for, for a man, for a man uh, who's not afraid to smoke inside, uh, go to go to warfightertobacco.com. Get him some cigars. Get him some cigars for Christmas. Cigars. Uh, they got also got some dope teas there. Uh, go to warfightertobacco.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for ten percent off, and uh, get your fucking smoke on. Last but not least, Evan Hafer. We got Black Rifle well, Coffee. I was gonna say, you know who doesn't have dope teas because we have the best coffee in the fucking world, Black Rifle Coffee Company. I well, know. we've also got some pretty awesome teas. T-shirts. Too. I'm yeah. a big fan, yeah. man. Well, t-shirts. Yeah, t-shirts. Hey, I'm talking right. about yeah. tea. Hey, can I can yeah. I suck your dick for a minute? I ordered that hoodie, um, that that yeah. fleece hoodie. God yep. damn it, dude. I haven't taken that off in three days. It's been like 40 degrees here, and it's the nicest hoodie yeah. of all time. Like, all your apparel is amazing, by the way. Well, we take pride in it, man. It's like what we want to wear. That's actually that hoodie. The Black Rifle Black Pullover is my favorite. I take Ooh. that to the gym. I, I, I refuse to take that thing off. I it's actually, got a nice cut to it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I bought three of them because I have my warm-up one that's all stinky from the gym, and then I got my, like, work late night hoodie one. It's, it's the tits. Yeah, I've got. I, I actually need to bring some in to the to the office. I think I've I've accumulated too many at the house. I've got a nice <laughs> stack of them. I need to actually bring some back in. Dude, I can't take any more hats because like no, when we do new no. product development, yeah. obviously like the owners and that we get all the hats that we've designed, and I think I probably have eighty five yeah. hats right now. It's getting obnoxious. Like, uh, and they're and they're awesome hats. They, I mean, I I can wear a hat literally every different day of the month yeah. for how many hats that I have in the perfect house perfect right example now. you have a nice peacemaker one on today it is matching your shirt so you can always a color black coordinate rifle. Yeah. yeah I've got a black rifle shirt on and a uh, buffalo union or peacemaker hat I so. almost said earlier you color schemes on point today yeah thank you thank yeah. you very much uh, you know I, it's black rifle coffee <laughs> is the only thing that we're really pushing out is we're, we're uh, worried about what I think about 3,000 pounds now as far as pushing it out to the veteran community everybody that's deployed in APOs uh, we've got another 2,000 pounds going out next week, literally uh, next week, and we're about halfway there, yeah. so halfway to our 10,000-pound our objective. It's on point, so we'll have every pound deployed uh, before the end of the year. Our objective is to try to get everything out before Christmas, but if we don't get addresses at donations at yeah. blackriflecoffee.com, it actually makes it impossible for us to do that. So we're shipping them out in at a hundred pounds at a time, right. typically to the uh, command elements. So company element or above. But if you if you know somebody and they, they've got a small unit deployed somewhere, not a problem. We'll uh, we'll yeah. box up fifty and throw them out. So yeah, shoot the, shoot us that information at donations at Black Rifle Coffee, and we'll get it queued up. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Drinker Bros, for all your support this year, and uh, Merry Christmas to all the. Soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines that are deployed over the holidays. You didn't say Coast Guard, but did they deploy? I don't think so. Okay. I, 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 but I don't <laughs> know. I, maybe they do. Much. I don't know. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for your service. Please have a, have a Merry Christmas, and we hope that Black Rifle Coffee can just make it a little bit better for you. Boom. 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 Uh, I want to start off the show. I saw an interview you did on Fox & Friends, Evan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that was uh, what, what, how'd they pronounce my name? Haifa Halfer. 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 Sorry. Halfer. Yeah. Ron. Ron Halpert. Halfer. Halfer. 
Evan Halfer. That's ah, cool, man, but they still invited us on the show. Evan got on there to talk about Black Rifle, and uh, the trolling progressive comment is still my favorite. Dude, but, it was a right. really fucking funny interview. That's why I wanted to talk about it. It's on everybody's Facebook page. I was dying laughing. I was like, holy shit. I, I, I couldn't believe you said that. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it? About the trolling, trolling. trolling the progressives. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, I can't not to fucking stroke my own dick, but they put like a minute of one of the walkthroughs that we've done together. Right. And they fucking, they bleeped fuck, but they put fuck on Fox News and then shared it on their, their yeah. main Facebook page. And I was like... Two million views out of all of their videos in the last last 30 days. The second most viewed video was like 400,000. So that one... Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that when they when they asked me, they were just kind of asking what, what it was all about. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm literally just, hey... This is who we are. Uh, I think that the uh, the the I guess neoliberal portion of our our society is a little bit kooky, and and it literally was a portion of our marketing is to just troll ridiculousness. And uh, I think everybody listens to the show; they get that. So I wasn't going to hold anything back. Yeah, uh, it's amazing because um, when I saw it, I was I was shocked, and like the 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 woman seemed shocked that you were saying it. Like she actually started laughing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were they were a little bit surprised. They were like, you know, this is uh, very interesting, you know. They but they were also super stoked. They they said it was one of the best interviews they'd done in a long time. Uh, Richard was there with me, so he got yeah. to see it. We brought a bunch and, of swag, and everybody was super stoked to come back in the green room. Yeah, grab stuff for the holidays and stuff for their family. It's awesome. Yeah, we uh, we had a good time, man. And and honestly, you know, if you're watching Fox News, it typically means that you're probably conservative. So you won't mind us talking a little bit of trash about progressives, really. No, no, and, not uh, at all. And it's and it's and it isn't good fun. Ultimately. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ultimately, it's it's, 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 in good it's fun. St- satirical. Like we're we're that's what our humor base is. Right. So, I mean, obviously, there's some truth to our behind it, but yeah, fuck it. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Uh, fuck, no, and I like what it. you were you were saying that you know like you can't you can't speak for the entire veteran community that there's, no. there's 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 guys out there who are on both sides of the fence and we're just trying to do good stuff here. You know? Well, and I, and I think I think for us like you know and we get we get lumped in there sometimes we're the entire veteran community will say well, you guys are speaking for us like dude we're not we're not speaking for the entire veteran community we're speaking as veterans that own a company speaking from our political perspective. Uh, literally like, and we can sum it up. You guys have heard us say this, like, I don't know how many times, like you do you, man. Like, yeah. you know, we're all about freedom and, uh, using every amendment of the constitution and, and ultimately, you know, don't forfeit your freedom without just like thinking about it a little bit more introspectively, maybe diving into it a little bit, but you know, for us, it is you do you, you know? Well, yeah, and I think the only thing time we really speak about the whole veteran community is just bringing, like, awareness to the community and be like, hey, there, there's still a war going on. There's still dudes deploying. Like, let's not forget about them. Let's make them a part of the active day conversation. That way people participate in people deployed and, and veterans after they get out and, and supporting that mission. So, And then, you know, supporting uh, – Veterans getting tattooed during a podcast. Yeah, yeah, you know? I, I, re- I really enjoy it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take this opportunity since you are getting tattooed and uh, to to ask one political question since everybody's been asking about it. Um, we got we got R- Richard Ryan on the show. Um, I know Richard, you follow politics. Everybody's everybody's asking what uh, the guest is going to be for Tuesday for Roy Moore. Who who do you got on Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> Oh geez, I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't been following Alabama that much. But um, you're kidding. I, I mean, no, no. Why, I mean, why, why follow it, Ross? It, it's, it's, it's a fucking ridiculous conversation. 
It's a ridiculous conversation. It has been on every single second of every news program for weeks now at this point. Um, and everybody's asking who, who, what we think is going to happen. Uh, and I, I was just curious your take on it. I haven't followed it at all. <clears throat> you mean who's going to win and what's going to happen? Yeah, who, who do you think is going to win? I, th- I think he's going to win. I mean, I, but I also said that I thought that Hillary was going to win. So my fucking opinion means nothing. I mean, polling data's in, and basically he's, he's, uh, he's probably going to win. Uh, so, I mean, what are we going to do? You know, I mean, it's Alabama. I mean, the five people in Alabama that are going to be affected by it, like that's, <laughs> that's brutal. God. Uh, is that, is I do that like Alabama though. That's no, a, I lo- I, I'm just, I'm just They're joking. a great band. I, I think that oh, it's, uh, oh, talking it's, about a state. Yeah. <laughs> I just know if you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. I, I think it's, I think it's an interesting national conversation. I think that, you know, there's, there's probably a lot of truth to what's happening within our society as far as. Uh, sexual harassment, positions of power. I think that's a that's an accurate statement as far as the last several decades of of power, I guess. But uh, I also think there's probably a certain percentage of this that's a witch hunt. And I think that we have to be really honest with this conversation and let the judicial system do its job. Like we can't just jump to conclusions because a person says that this happened, you know, 20 years ago. I'm not pro or con. I'm just saying like, you know, as a guy that runs a business that comes into contact with, you know, literally hundreds of people every month, uh, you know, I know that like I mind my business really well. And I also know that it's, you know, it, it definitely puts a spotlight on what's happening in our society. But as a guy that manages over a hundred people and, you know, a huge percentage is actually women in the workplace. It also puts you into, into, into a frame of mind where you're very protectionist and you make sure that you don't do anything wrong. In all actuality, you, you swing the pendulum on the other side where you're like, you know what? I, I, I don't even want to be in the same room alone with a female that this circumstance could be literally interpreted for anything other than it is. This is a professional business conversation, but I can't have it turned around. Humans are humans. And, uh, you know, they're good and bad. And I think that you're going to have a certain portion of, of the society that's going to bandwagon, jump on the bandwagon and go out there and burn some fucking witches. And, uh, you know, unfortunately you're going to have some good dudes probably get burned at the stake at this. Uh, and you're going to have, but you're also going to have some guys that, um, that deserve it. Um, the only fear that I have in this national conversation is that, that you know it's it's the uh it's not taking literally these things as serious as we can as far as like the exploit sexual exploitation of people uh and then people within power taking advantage of it in a very sexual manner so like the ha- the Harvey Weinstein I mean the guy's a fucking proven scumbag uh proven I mean yeah. and, and and I think that that's pretty legitimate but the onesie twosies from like 40 years ago that is super fucking dangerous man like that is just well, yeah i mean if you try to dangerous. fire me i'm just gonna say you touched me yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, mean, dick I, well, I i have touched him matt matt and i have played gay chicken on a couple times and it's not turned out well for either one of us because we're just very stubborn well that's the concerning thing is if it becomes too commonplace does to do a lot of people get turned off by it and they just they don't take accusations as seriously Serious. down yeah the and road. that's the problem right yeah. well, well also male business owners i mean you know is it going to make you stop hiring females for the simple fact that one of them could turn and say hey i, I was inappropriately harassed at one point like what do you do then Dude, I've I've recorded just about every 
private conversation I've had with a female employee. Yeah, like you I, have to every every single time. And honestly, you can't just say just females. Males do. I mean, like across the board, we've done it in plenty of instances where you're like, ooh, not sure if this is going to work out. Like, you know, it's legal to record in our place of business, and we're gonna we're gonna make sure yeah. someone doesn't fucking fuck us over for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if, it's good for well, law. I mean, it's good for lawsuits too. It is, and the nice thing about that is, like, we video everything so like we have a basically a big archive which is good and bad for you know a- anybody that works here which is they know that they can't really pass over some bullshit <laughs> yeah 100 and uh you know managers know they have to mind their business and and be professional but hey uh i hate to do this but i gotta i gotta i gotta jump off uh the podcast i got another meeting but let's talk about the caliphate real fast ross before we take off what was the question that you had for me for that for sure i i saw that iraq declared yesterday that they've ended the war with isis and that they've defeated them entirely after three years of battle is that real it's weird that my rap video came out and then right. ISIS was defeated. I'm just fucking <laughs> yeah, saying that's that. That's what I was saying. Like, I was just, just thinking saying, yeah. that. I was like, dude, Matt puts out fuck ISIS and all of a sudden they're gone from Iraq. Fuck ISIS for real. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Like, and, the, and the reasoning behind it was uh, in of several articles, they said that, that Trump is just unleashed Mattis. Um, so they don't have to go through so much of the, the bureaucracy and the red tape anymore. And they've been able to you know bomb away for the last uh, year or so. Uh, but uh, you, you would know more than I, obviously, in this. So I, I was just oh, curious. There, there's a there's a huge amount of truth to that. So uh, the, uh, the 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 guys in Afghanistan and Iraq both have been a very busy in the last year. Uh, yeah. And I, I've heard that like for everybody, which is the gloves are off. We are killing a well there for a while. Literally the, tons. Yeah. The, of the ROE or ROE. I don't know exactly what it mm-hmm. was, but if there was advancement of like ISIS or the caliphate forces, they could do airstrikes. But yeah. there were certain instances where there would be like fucking 50 gun trucks chilling and they're like, they can't drop on nope. them, but they're like those they're fucking holding up ISIS flags with PKMs and RPGs. They're like, sorry, we can't drop. And right. then obviously with the new administration, it was a little more like, oh, if we know they're bad, hundred percent kill them. Which is the way it fucking should be. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. and, and I heard that from both air, uh, ground. Like, everybody was like, oh, no, we're doing 10x what we were doing last year. And, and sometimes more. 100x as far as, like, ordnance dropped, rounds fired. And they're, they're just doing things a little bit a little bit smarter for the Americans, the uh, the American warfighter too, I think. Because they're just dropping a lot of fucking bombs and killing a lot of bad people. Uh, and allowing ground forces to just kind of clean up the mess. And I think that's great. And they're also allowing more of the indigenous population to, to take ownership for that fight. Uh, so I, I would completely agree with the last year, at least uh, last year and some change, what's happened in northern Iraq. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's an it's a Iraq war backed by the Americans, so you still have uh, political issues that you have to work through and cultural issues. But... There's no doubt that uh, the success of the Iraqi and the American militaries have, have kind of pushed ISIS back. Uh, I guess the real question is, why the fuck were they there to begin with? Uh, that's probably one that we should ask. Uh, and then, you know, the next one is, is well, how do you maintain stability in the region when you when you have so many um, so many civil wars and the destabilization of the region based on you that's know a, lot, a large large uh, uh, a population, meaning like you've got this massive population, you've got several different tribes, a couple different religions. I don't know if you've heard about it. 
Uh, and then you add the political component to that with uh, outside influence, with weapons and money. Man, the, the, the place is just completely destabilized. So now it's how do we move forward? You know, if you've destroyed the caliphate, which, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people crying in their black robes today <laughs> if they, they realize that the... You know, they're not going to see this resurgence of the Islamic empire as they thought as they thought they would. Um, and now we just have to maintain stability in the region. And that's actually sometimes harder than winning the war, as we've seen. So that's my real question. Now you got to maintain it. Evan Hafer, 2020. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and can they is the question. Do you think they can? Uh, with American air power, you can do a lot of shit, Ross. You know, I mean, uh, we, we have the single largest uh, and most effective air force in the world. And, um, you know, you, you can stabilize a lot of shit with uh, with several thousand pounds of uh, explosives coming in on your head <laughs> uh, each sortie. I was so, going to say damn, but yeah, J-damn. Yeah, damn. <laughs> J-damn, dog. So, no, I think as long as America has a footprint and the ability to stabilize the region with superior air power, sure. Uh, they they really have to solve some exterior outside of the border issues that are going on in Syria. Uh, and that's going to take, you know, Russia and China getting involved. And then you have, you've just got conflict all around them to include in Northern Africa. Um, you know, it's kind of like the whack-a-mole thing where, you know, you, you hit one and another one comes up somewhere else. So if it's not Iraq, it's going to be somewhere in Northern Africa, you know, like let's pull out a fucking country X and say, here we go now. Um, Like even the Philippines or some shit. Well, yeah, the Philippines are, I mean, it's on fire. Uh, I mean, basically the entire Middle East and, and Southeast Asia that's, uh, depending, depending on the country, I mean, man, they are completely destabilized. So it's, uh, it's an interesting time to look at foreign policy and, and kind of look at how we've conducted business over the last decade and a half and how we can change to, so we're, we're just not fighting an endless fucking war. I mean, is that, is that what we all want? I don't know. I, I definitely no. don't want my kids to be fighting in it. I'm pretty sure you don't want your son to be fighting in it. Uh, it it's it's just really time to try to come up some with, with some legitimate solutions. And sometimes those legitimate solutions come at the cost of uh, a fuck ton of people and bigger bombs. Like time to, you know, if you got to take out that dick, yeah. we, got, we got a pretty big one. Well, it's just like ISIS in the caliphate. It's like cancer. The fucking cells start multiplying, and the more powerful it is, you just got to fucking kill it. You got to kill it. Put it away. And war is a disgustingly dirty thing. So it's it's literally, uh, it's nothing that we're going to be comfortable with anytime soon. And it's 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 really nothing that as a society that we're going to be able to go, oh, okay, I'm I'm super happy with what's going on. And uh, you're, you're killing people. Like at the end of the day, you're killing people. So the comfort level for killing people is never going to go up. Uh, so I always say there's, there's, there's no time like now to solve those hard problems. You got to rip that bandaid off. Right. Rich Ryan. (laughs) Uh, You got my vote. Uh, Yeah. Uh, and and, uh, by the way, before you leave, Evan, uh, Jared's favorite person, Brian Singer got popped for a fucking underage dude. I find it odd that Jared has a picture with him at his house. (laughs) <laughs> uh i don't you know i mean that was like an open secret too gosh we yeah. heard yeah we heard about that like 
literally we heard about that when we were in la it was like oh this guy what are you kidding me he has like fluffer kids all yeah, around his yeah. house and or like oh that's right when jared yeah went up, yeah, yeah. Well, jared went and watched a movie with what, him and yeah, like, and yeah. He, he said there was like eight like twink yeah. boys i mean like in their 20s just hanging out shirtless like all right yeah okay. that's been going on for 15 16 years the fact that jared was over at the house and took like a really beaming smiling picture with him leads me to believe that maybe jared got his dick grabbed you know I think I so. I think he might have. He's, he's, he's not. I, don't, I doubt he's going to claim PTSD, though. Well, yeah, at least later. he's a consenting adult, you know? <laughs> if you want to grab... Keyword yeah, consenting. Consenting adult. Yes. Yeah, you know? If you want to eat that sandwich out of the toilet, Brian, that by all means, like, it's a... <laughs> Jared, by all means. Buddy. Jared could be the one guy though who turns off like any any gay guy who's just like, yeah, man, I'm good. I don't want to suck your dick. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, dog. I'm I don't, don't want to suck your dick, nor do I want that toilet mouth near me. Uh, I will say again, the, I had to take off my thing. Yeah, <laughs> so gross. The uh, the girl he's in Vegas, say what, Vegas with is cute though. Right now. Yeah, fuck yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's yeah, cool. She's uh, from uh, Black Rifle Canada. Yeah, yeah, Jared somehow yeah. F- fucking manages to 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 pull him. It's crazy. Hey, you know he's living he's living his childhood dream or his adolescent dream. So he is he dream is. dream big, dream big, buddy. Uh, hey, R- Richard, big. are you going to pay for Matt's tattoo in Bitcoin? That's my next question. Oh, yeah. oh, man. Do you take Bitcoin, Will? That's been so volatile the last couple of weeks, man. It lost it's, $3,000 uh, $3, on Friday, if I'm not correct, right? <clears throat> yeah, but, I mean, if you if you invested in it a month ago, I mean, you're still up 5000 so. It's literally penny stock. It, I used to trade it. No it, offense, but fuck what, Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah. you did? No, I'm talking pennies. I used to do penny stocks oh. like four or five years ago. I made about thirty grand off of it, but it's so fucking volatile, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, penny stocks, I mean, generally, you like there. that would be the equivalent of the ICOs right now. There's so many just popping up unregulated right now where people are like, here, invest in this. Here, we'll just print more more coins. Yeah. And it's just the, the artificial inflation of it and everything is just super scary. But the, you know, the big ones like Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, it's kind of interesting seeing Litecoin jump up to like $180 What's or whatever. Litecoin? So that's it. So it, in my opinion, you know, like you have to believe first and foremost, any money that you invest in, in cryptocurrency, that has to be money you're willing to throw away in the garden. 100%. It's like gambling. And then the second thing is, is you know, I, I feel like you have to believe in the technology or at least the theory of the technology. Um, and so for me, like I disclaimer i invest in Gollum, which is kind of like what would be airbnb for gpus right where you're 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 using other people's gpus for their processing power so like a render farm for like peter jackson might take four months to render a horde scene with all the ai and the the different orcs and stuff like that well you could do it in like five minutes using Gollum. um and so litecoin though it being one of the three cryptocurrencies on Coinbase, which is the largest exchange right now because it's so easy. You just like, you go download the app and you connect it to your bank account and you can start trading currencies. Uh, and with Bitcoin being $10,000, you know, people psychologically, they want, I want a coin. I don't want a thousandth of a coin. Right. You know? So Litecoin being as cheap as it was, you know, I had a lot of friends who were like, when I was telling them about Ethereum and the technology and, and the secure contracts and things along those lines are like, yeah, okay, I'll buy into Ethereum. It was like around $150 at the time, but most of them 
invested in Litecoin. They don't know shit about the technology. It's just they could have like a dozen coins. Yeah, like I got twelve. Yeah, no. that's exactly yeah. it. And now, and now I look at it and I see, oh, psychologically speaking, that's probably what the bulk majority of Coinbase users are doing. They're not. They're not. They probably don't know fuck all about the technology. They're right. just. They just want multiple coins yeah, it's the perception of wealth almost yeah know. yeah and so it's really interesting seeing that go up i think it was uh like something stupid like six thousand percent growth in the last year uh i mean it's like okay it's 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 kind of scary now at this well, that's point. why i don't make fun of you but that's why i don't do the bitcoin shit because i don't have the time to invest in the knowledge of it same and so i'm not going to blindly just be like here's ten thousand fucking dollars in a Throw it in the wind and see what happens. I can find better ways to spend that money. But you have to go back to the first two. Like, you know, it's like you have to be willing to invest, like, only the amount of money you feel comfortable losing. Right. Because it is, it's unregulated. It's, it's super, like, volatile right now. And for, in, in my opinion, it's like it could be zero tomorrow, and I'm not going to cry about any of the money I've invested over the few, few years I've been doing it. Uh, but it is kind of... It, it, it's kind of a gut punch when you see it go up to like twenty thousand dollars and then drop down to fourteen. You're like, fuck! Ah. I just lost so much money. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I never really had it, anyways. So we should develop a gambling app for Jared called Can He Close? And we put the picture up, but like, there's not somebody they slept with, and then we put it's dollar bets, and then every yeah. puts it on there, and then the winning pool gets you know split. Ah, uh, that'd be great, yeah, actually. That's interesting though. Like I love the whole the whole idea behind the decentralized technologies and things along those lines without key holders cuz you know we have like the the YouTube adpocalypse and all that stuff going on where you know you're at the mercy of you know the this thing that's providing you income and Yeah, were you were you affected by that by the way Richard? Cuz you have a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of guns and, and so does Matt. Um and I heard that was uh, going to be a no-no coming up in the future. Yeah, so 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 I have a couple of theories behind that. Uh, one is like Google will always have their financial best interests at hand. So if you can't monetize on a video, they may penalize you algorithmically far as search is concerned. But that's why that's why I embraced Black Rifle wholeheartedly because I don't want to be at the mercy of some advertiser who is dictating whether or not my content is deemed PC or not. Right. I just want to I want to I want to be me. And um, so, quite frankly, I, I give zero fucks if, um, if YouTube or whoever doesn't see my, my content. So I don't even watch, right. honestly, lately if, um, if I'm being It's funny. I don't even really go through the monetization of my videos. I obviously always make them they prompted for it but then they demonetized i think like 60 percent of mine but i'm like whatever because luckily we, we were like let's let's invest in building a business and an actual product that's quality rather than having like you said someone filter and dictate what they deem as pc or non-pc and then how that is actually like you know used to get like marketing on there because yeah. that would fucking suck and i think a lot of youtubers are feeling that pretty hard especially it sucks, with the, man you sell your soul and the, well the, even algor like algorithmically speaking like if like like how they went to long form content you're like cool but if you're if you were punching out those minute 30s you have to redefine what you are as a channel to actually even make money yeah i hate being a personality a lot of times like where and that was that was that was one of those things where i, I had that that heart to heart with myself it was like i was joking uh i was gonna do a, a video where it was gonna 
uh, kind of clickbait, like me falling off a cliff and you holding on to me or something like that, you know? Cause Some cliffhanger what, shit or yeah, what? That, well, that's what hey, I yo, Richard Ryan, I'm not going to let you fall. Gabe! <laughs> no, I, that, that's, that's, what, that's what I was wanting to, you know, kind of tell everyone in the videos that, you know, I don't want to be that guy. Like, and, and I know a lot of people out there and, and, and unfortunately, they get to these positions where they feel like they have to come up, they have to clickbait, they have to do titles and stuff like that, where it's like you're, you're deceiving people on a, on a regular basis and you're, you're doing content that is not necessarily what you would want to be doing. And that's why I like the It's Who We Are series that we're doing for Black Rifle and things along those lines. Yeah, it's not going it's, it's to get 20 million views or anything like that, like me shooting an iPhone or anything like that. But for me, it's creatively rewarding. Uh, and, and that's what ultimately I want to be doing. Well, yeah, you're focusing not necessarily on viewership, but substance, substance in the product and in the video and content, which yeah. is way more rewarding in my brain. Cause like you can always do the stuff like, Hey, this is going to get a lot of views. But when you really look at the back end and say, is this piece of content going to convert or is it just going to look very impressive on the impressions, you know, yeah. and, but it's like, no, something maybe with 500,000 that really, you know, divulges an epic message about something that you're doing is better than me t to me than like the, the 10 million views where it's bleeding over into so many different demographics that are viewing it based off of clickbait or politicizing content. Yeah. It's just like the 500k guy viewers are going to be the people that go, I support this message and I want to be I want to be about this. Well, it gets back to what you're talking about, right? Where it's like uh, without boring everyone, the reason why you see more longer form content on YouTube is because the algorithm shifted to watch time instead of clicks. Clicks, yeah. And so so people started making longer form videos, more vlog style content and or incorporating their personalities and things along those lines, which is great. I mean, you get some stars out of it and everything, but yeah, for me it was just one of those things where it's like I'm still going to shoot iPhones. I love doing that. I mean, I love creating shape just charges. Wasting and, money, you yeah, know. Yeah, just, just fucking love wasting hemorrhaging, money. hemorrhaging. <laughs> but like some of the shit that I did was a lot of fun. Like, you know, with the shape charges, explosions and stuff like that. Still going to do it. It's just I'm not going to feel um, pressured into just rushing out content every single week or whatever it is. I'm going to wait and I'm going to do some like pretty epic shit and you know, I'll do it on my time. Yeah. And I think that's something like to be put out too is cause you know, people are always like make a new video on, even on my side. And you know, I went three months, which I think is the longest time yeah. I went without making a video. But ultimately I don't think people know that like we're behind the scenes directing a lot of the, mo all of it pretty much the black rifle content and putting yeah. stuff out and on different medians. Whereas I'm not going to just throw something on my page that I'm not happy with. Cause I'm super reluctant to, to be like, here's a piece of shit. I mean, granted, it's very subjective of whether one piece of content's good yeah. or bad, but you know what? And I, I'm gonna play devil's advocate now. Um, is it's like so as a fan, uh, you know, if I elect to follow you or subscribe to me or something along those lines, it's like, well, I want to see your shit. Right. There's you know, an expectation like, of an output for sure, but yeah. ultimately, that it's a free platform, so there's not like. But it, that's it. So right. how do how do we how do we how do we figure that out? It's like. Maybe maybe it's creating like a Patreon or something like that, so we can get some get hire a, a shooter or editor to help help keep that shit going and things along those lines. I right. don't know what the answers are, but uh, I, I just go back and forth on it all the time. Well, one hundred percent. And then as you know, your workload definitely <laughs> increases on different avenues of your life. It's like okay, yet we have to play executives, you know, for twelve hours a day, and yeah. then it's like that creative juice is just sucked out of you like fucking jared with a fucking toilet sandwich <laughs> oh boy yeah 
Yeah. Sorry, I figured I'd make a joke. We got we got, we're going a little. We got real. Little we got real. Rant. Yeah. No, no. Like, look, fuck- it's it's a fascinating conversation, and like you know, between it's not often on a, on a show that between two guys you have two, you know two of the biggest channels um, on YouTube, and uh, you know I find that whole world fascinating because a lot of people look maybe at in the, our community, not YouTube. Yeah, there's but some yes, fucking power cor- hitters correct, out there. Correct. In your in your community. Um, and and the, I will say that too. Go, go, go ahead. I'll, uh, yeah. Well, the, ahead. the reason why I, I asked this and, and bring all of this up is there's a lot of people at home who hit up the show and email the podcast and say, "Hey, I want to make videos like Matt and Richard do." I don't think everybody understands what the back end of that is and what kind of money's there and you know all the other shit you guys go through to to make these videos. Well, yeah, there's a lot on the production side for sure, but honestly, I think the 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 most valuable thing is the ideation, right? You, if you don't have a good idea, you don't have a good story. It's gonna be shit, and you know, and like even the skit writing and all of that, like it, it's a pretty brutal process, especially like we don't have a team. It's literally the writers of most of our shows are you know some makers mark or or lead slingers whiskey in her cup <laughs> sitting in their washington room you know making jokes to each other and like that would be a fucking cool idea and then just putting pen to paper and and going through the production cycle and what about you richard what's your what's your process um well the, from the whole production aspect of it yeah. it's, it's man it's some well in the past the the financial uh, aspect of it kind of dictated a lot of it too, right? Where it's like, okay, um, I try to balance scalability and temp poles. Um, and so I would give myself like, I, I think one of the, one of the only videos I ever, I ever deleted from my channel uh, back in the day was uh, for Ghost Recon Future Soldier where um, Ubisoft, Tom Clancy uh, paid me to essentially develop drones to drop bombs to detonate at proximity. And I, I really spent four, yeah, I spent four months, um, you know, working with, uh, an engineer and different programmers and stuff like that. Never really like telling everybody the full, full, um, picture as what we were doing and everything. And, uh, we pulled it off. It was great, but I mean, it was like 17 hour days, but then I was having to supplement, um, the scalability, uh, of it. So I'm doing, you know, shooting an iPhone. Okay. I can do a few of those videos a day. Uh, but in the in the background i'm working on these tent poles and stuff so for me like music is a is a big thing i think it is with matt too a yeah. lot of times i'll i'll just like i'll spend a couple of hours listening to music and i'll yep. get inspired by something and then that'll that'll drive the creative narrative for it yeah um, i've literally probably done four to five videos that were solely based on me just like sitting at my computer listening to like you know archives of sounds and yeah. music that i can get royalties to and it's like it clicks and you're like Oh man, what if I? Yeah, and so <laughs> if you watch, if you watch um, the "It's Who We Are" uh, of Wally, that that whole video was based off of uh, Audio Slave's "Shadow of the Sun" for me. Um, that's how I I just went through the storyboard on that in my head. Um, so the music plays a big part in it, um, but uh, I really don't have a, a defined process outside of like okay. I, I work backwards generally, like when, when is my deadline and then what would my steps be in that process and then just try to execute. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I, it's kind of similar to films then. I work backwards yeah. in the writing process by budget, based on budget, how much you have to spend and, and what you know things would look like in the production side of it. So, yeah. 
very similar. And I, yeah, it's, I mean, like for instance, like when we did the the Halloween video for Black Rifle Coffee, like that that all came from a room. I think it was Evan's general idea, but it's kind of like you know a play off of the Snickers thing where you're kind of a bitch, and that was a joke. Like, okay. Um, you know, there's the wife without her coffee and she turns into like, you know, this murderer chasing the husband across it. And then once you have that general idea, then you're building out, you know, points in the video that you think will be humorous breaks and yeah. beats and um, keeping the flow very current. So there's no lull in like that viewing process, because if you look at like analytics and watch times and you can go through your videos, Ross, and really pick pinpoint the viewership. It's just like how fucking Pornhub now has it. It's like the cum shot's got the big spike at the end and then like, you know, it's it's literally like that. So like if you have nine minutes of fluff with two minutes of viewership, how do you, you listen to the customer and then articulate or like kind of, I don't know, use that viewership to compose what your next piece of content is going to be. And kind of what we do with Black Rifle when we, you know, go through all of the KPI reports across the board, kind of listen to the customers, see what they want, and then see if you can make a better version of what's doing great. Yeah. You know what's funny is you uh I'm gonna I'm gonna pat myself on the back here. You know that that what you're talking about, the hotspot on Pornhub. Yeah. So um we actually uh created that in I think two thousand and nine. I think it was 2009, uh, I worked with the YouTube product team on the creator studio and analytics and developing hotspots. And so the terms of service in Google say that you can't talk about how much money you make, but I'm like the only person that that doesn't apply to because they use my analytics for case studies that they do in presentations. So I actually created YouTube channels based off of that feature. So uh, what we do is we created hotspots. People would go back and they would look at the slow-mo in my videos and you'd see that really big hotspot or right. spike. And so we created dedicated slow-mo channels for that and see how that they performed far as uh, SEO was concerned and they did really well. So that was a, a case study that we used back and forth for people to create good content. Yeah, and it's essentially like what we're, we're Dave and I were talking about before we started the show. It's like you have a platform that gives you the full form piece of content and then you're looking at those spikes and then you're actually segmenting those spikes, uploading them to maybe a different channel where you can actually so that when, when someone goes, oh my God, when the Drinking Bros talked about said subject, they don't have to go back and try to fast forward and find it. It just says, you know, Drinking Bros on pegging or whatever it is yeah. and then there's that nine minute segment that you're going to be able to view and, and all that's <laughs> all that's coming out very very soon dave's behind the computer been crushing it for us so yeah we're, we're excited to roll a bunch of new shit out yeah it's gonna be good that's and awesome. maybe not have a needle in my fucking leg you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys are gonna be able to see matt just getting tattooed the and there is no time. numbing cream so it's like i'm, I'm you know yeah you're good part of the leg, you're, though. Go- you're drinking whiskey i'm sure I'm I'm actually not. There's some vodka behind me that I kind of wanted to sip on. Maybe you going so you going sober for this tattoo? Yeah. Again, Ross, my dad didn't raise a fucking pussy. So <laughs> last kidding. time I was in with Will, I killed I killed <laughs> an entire put, yeah, bottle. Put Will of on the slingers. mic and he'll tell different. He'll be like, "You mean when I when I do his shin bone and he shakes and he's like, no." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Richard. One yeah, mo- you got tatted up, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I was there. I drank a fucking entire bottle of Lead Slingers with with Will. Uh, we watched Jesus. we watched an entire Netflix series together. Um, American oh, American that, Vandal, that, which is fucking hilarious, so- by the way, it was one of my favorites. Uh, one of my favorite new shows. Uh, hey, Richard, last question about the YouTube stuff is there is there keywords yeah. that do do better than everything else? That you consistently we use. We don't tell those secrets. Oh, really? No. So no, no. So here's here's the thing. Like, uh, it's funny. There are so many people who try to game the system. Yeah, I figured. Uh, I figured, right? And, and 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 so, and to be brutally honest, 
if you just go by what is accurate, um, the algorithm sorts it out, right? So if you put, hypothetically speaking, say we have a video, we're at the range shooting. You could take and put, um, I don't know, snowboarding as a keyword, right? Right. But if people, if that shows up in search and people click on it after searching for snowboarding and it's not applicable or they click off, then YouTube or Google in the background says, hey, look, people, people are clicking on this after searching for snowboarding and it's not, a, it's not applicable to them. So they're clicking off really quick. So they actually penalize you for it. So the best practice is being as accurate as you can, as, as much as you can, but not trying to game the system. So if, if I put in M16 or M4 or M107A1 and people see me shooting that in slow-mo and they stay in it the entire time, then that will actually show up better in search based off of engagement. So if they, well, yeah, and there's a pretty robust ranking system when it comes to all of that stuff on like Google and Facebook, and like yeah. you can decrease your ranking pretty freaking quick if you're not honest. Yeah, and Richard's gotcha. a stud with that. I'll, I'll admit, I'll admit that Ross, like even he increased my subscriber like rate almost by like 200 percent, I think it was, Jesus. just based off going through all my keywords and like getting referenced and all these other things because he's right in there. You know, I think one time you're like yeah. Milsim and like operator and i'm like dude i don't want that in my keyword it's <laughs> fucking lame dude and you're like but watch yeah. and that's honestly what a lot of people are searching for maybe it's like the 16 year old kid that's into mill slim that really wants to love would love my type of content yeah um and and providing them that in their face so they're like wow i like this so that's it and there's different programming strategies for different platforms right and, and so youtube would be completely different from that of facebook at yeah. least for right now and, and being able to optimize your videos for search on YouTube is, is really important because most people like, you, know, you get somebody like Rogan uh, who started doing the, the clips and the excerpts of the podcast and everything else. It's like, yeah. okay, you're really, you're really optimizing for search. I guarantee that I would say 90% of his, his, his content comes from search or related videos now. So really? really like dial. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, whatever say like you type in Conor McGregor and then if you scroll down two pages, it's like Joe Rogan on Conor McGregor's yeah. boxing and or MMA match. And it's library views definitely in search are like at least half of the views for most people. Yeah. And if you optimize for it, it could be, you know, upwards of 70, 80%. Yeah. The, the reason why I asked, there was a, uh, I was at dinner the other night with a friend of mine and he's trying to build a, an Instagram following, right? And he claimed that, you know, if you put in like 10 or 20 hashtags, you know, that people would more than more, you would get more views or likes or something by just by searching hashtags. And I was like, man, I don't think that's right. Um, that doesn't well, seem right. Well, it depends. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not an Instagram expert, but I, I screw around with it on my personal Instagram from time to time, but in no way, shape or form am I consistent um, uploader to it. So I can't really give that as like a best case use, but um, yeah, I found that like I've, uh, occasionally I'll put like a few applicable tags. And again, I, I think honesty is the best practice. Whereas like if I, if Just I put, like relationships, yeah, right, Richard, you're yeah. a fucking faggot. <laughs> if I put like, Just I put kidding. mods dog in, um, in the photo and I, and I hashtag blue healers, uh, or, you know, blue healers of IG or whatever it is, it, it does way better than no, no hashtags. But if I put something in there like hashtag like operator, it's like nobody, right? Nobody like the algorithm will work its way out. I feel like most of most of these 
these social media platforms are getting way more smart than You're fucking crazy most, smart. Like, and the playbooks that people have had, you know, two years ago are completely like yeah, like to, to, to even like talk about the Instagram a little bit, and that's what I've been I've been messing with Instagram a lot lately. But lately, and even in the search bar, where you look what <laughs> Lacey, Who's Lacey, probably some fucking Instagram <laughs> model that I stare at her butt. I don't know. Um, but Ross, when you click on like the search button, it gives suggested stuff. And honestly, what you build that out, it's not even if you follow someone, but there'll be a stay time on a photo, right? So if you're scrolling, yeah. thumbing, you stop. It actually tracks that wait time on that video, and then populates your Get archive, being like, okay. He stopped on multicams and he's stopping on fitness girls like that consistently. So it builds that out. And that's why wow. when you really go through your search thing. That's how they, they give you the content you want. Like there's a reason there's no fucking cupcakes and sprinkles on my fucking search here. Yeah. It's all like fitness chicks and military themed stuff and all that because it's I, obviously my like history and all of that stuff. Yeah. But Snapchat has pretty, uh, pretty intelligent heat maps and stuff like that yeah. too, as far as engagement and, and whatnot with the content. It's, it's, it's getting really, really sophisticated. And as an advertiser, it's, it's, it's extremely exciting because yeah. it's so intrusive. You find so many so ways to work fucked. your way. And, and the thing is, is like, you know, a lot of people are like, fuck, fuck, fuck this and, you know, intrusive fucking advertisement and all this other stuff. But like when you really start advertising to the right people, they generally like, appreciate and convert yeah. Yeah. even as even yeah. not even on the marketing side but the consumer side when i get stuff put in my face that i'm like fuck that's cool like yeah ultimately yeah. it's up to my personal decision to click purchase but it's nice to see things like man a fucking knife that has a you know a you know a glass break and a dildo on it this is great yeah because i can buy that for richard for christmas i'll take it yeah you yeah, will give me one of those damascus steel ones that'd be nice Ooh, <laughs> damascus that would be nice steel. Yeah. straight out of syria <laughs> <laughs> great uh, last but not least, we're 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 towards the time of the year. It was a year to the day that Jimmy Long, uh, Brosman of the Year, jumped yeah. jumped on the field, you know, streaked it and uh, sprinted across for the for the Army Navy game. Uh, Army won on a last second missed field goal from Four, Navy, fourteen to thirteen. Yeah. Uh, but I, I got a quick question for you here. I, I think you know we're we're down to the end of the year here we're we're picking the brosman i think it's down to two and i'm curious as to your thoughts matt my two are the pilots okay. who drew the dick in the sky or yes. uh the guy who jumped the counter at waffle house and made his own meal oh man but are either either of them drinking bros well here's the thing so i had the guy uh who did the waffle house thing on ross patterson revolution he came on and he said uh, he well, he was not a drinking bro, but he got invited to afterwards. He joined, and uh, and it turned out he was uh, ex-military. Oh damn, that's awesome! Yeah, so I was like, oh shit, and so I, I had a nice chat with him. He's in the drinking bros now. He's his name is Alex Bowen. He he's all in. Uh, the pilot, I don't know if they've named yet. Um, but I, I, I mean, that pot pilot stunt was pretty freaking sweet to like go through the due yeah. diligence and the thought process to be like, how do I draw a dick? What is that called? Afterburner? I don't even know what the fuck that shit is in the sky. The moisture, whatever. Yeah, so super impressive though. I, I think uh, to to listeners at home, I think it's down to those two, and then let us let us know who you think. I'm going. I, I think I lean with the pilot too because that was ballsy, pun intended. Oh, oh, he did draw balls. Nailed it. Yeah, he did. He didn't just stop at a dick. Like he had balls to it, which is, you know, you forget which the balls, is, you forget the. The whole package that's itself. Just, that's not being true to it, you know? Like, what's a <laughs> vagina without a clit? That's just a, a warm, wet hole. 
<laughs> you get those anywhere. You, really, you can get those. In, you can get a warm, wet hole any, anywhere, yeah. right? You really you can. Throw a, you, you throw a squash in the microwave for 30 seconds. It's a warm, wet hole. Oh, it's great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Will? It's a great time. <laughs> you know what you can't get it's anywhere? Keto. You know what you can't get anywhere is the drinking bro of the week. You can only get that. Oh, uh, Segway Sally. A couple times a week. Uh, this one was submitted by Jeffrey Wasco. That's a nice name. W-A-S-K-O. Uh, not sure if this is how I do this, guys. It is. Um, but I'd like to nominate Bob Clusty for drinking bro of the week. On November 30th, around 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Bob lost his life um, and his battle against brain cancer. He was one of the nicest people you could ever meet. He's a hard-working family and uh, took in his stepchildren as his own. Bob is never seen without a smile on his face, even when fighting the good fights. Uh, cheers, everybody. I appreciate you guys talking about him on the show. Yeah, cheers, man. Cheers, Jeffrey. Uh, sorry, man, but uh, we, we appreciate the dedication. And, and yes, th- that is where you can send in um, Drinking Bro of the Week. Go to our Facebook page at Drinking Bros Podcast on Facebook and uh, and submit in our messages. And that's where we do the drinking bro of the week. Richard Ryan, appreciate you being on the show today. Thank yeah. you, sir. Evan just had to bounce out, you know? Yeah. He's got that CEO stuff. No, yeah, look, yeah, it's, it's always fun talking to you, Richard. Uh, Will XX, I know you're not on the mic, but man, I love your work, and I'll be back in Salt Lake City at the end of January, so keep a slot open Yeah, if you guys want to see how epic Will is as an artist, it's kind of fucking ridiculous, but check out W-I-L-L underscore XX, right? On Instagram, he's he's done Ross's work. He he's done Matt's, Evan. Yeah, tattoos me. Uh, a, a large majority of the Black Rifle office. Just all around awesome dude. An Army veteran himself. Annie, right, Annie's in. The, if if yeah. you wanna if you wanna see his work and, and see him, he's in uh, the Drinking Bros Live movie, which is now available on all platforms: iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. You name it, it is out there. Uh, this nice little sneak attack in there, Ross. Ross the salesman. Yeah. Ah, look, why not? Why not? Um, and I'll give one Rostradamus prediction for Tuesday since everybody's been asking. I got Roy Moore 50 to 48. Not amped about it, but I think it's going to be 50 to 48, and I think he will be the, the next senator in the election on Tuesday. Uh, for Matt Best, Richard Ryan, Will XX, I'm Ross Patterson. Good night, everybody. Later, guys. 